Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Hi, property sourcing profiteers. Any friends out there sourcing properties for profit uh, in the property world today, this is the podcast for you. And I have got a new episode today born of what I see and what I hear and how I can help friends. And it's how, how to get deals from estate agents. How? And yeah, we covered similar ground to this before, but this is what I'm seeing at this time. And uh, it could be you. And maybe this could help you. Uh, so I'm, I'm just going to bear in on one particular part of this. Uh, because I see people doing it all the time and it's not actually helping you guys. So I'm going to try and help you guys. So this is what I see. Somebody who is new to deal packaging, maybe they've done some training, maybe they've done my training. Maybe they've gone out on uh, day one of their new deal packaging business. What do they do, right? And the correct thing to do, guys, without any doubt or hesitation at all, is to find your investor clients first. That is what you need to do. That is it. That's the answer. Find your investor clients first, find out what their criteria is, and then you can source them a deal that you're pretty confident they're going to buy. That's what I do in my property business. I've had phone calls today uh, where we've kind of tied up with investors as exactly what their criteria are and also you know what they don't want so what they do want and what they don't want and we know that now uh, and when uh, we can go out and view properties and acquire properties to order but for some reason and I, I kind of get it but I don't really get it when people are new to deal packaging deal sourcing what I see is they don't do it that way round. So day one, they want to feel fulfilled, they want to feel busy, and they rush out and they start viewing properties. And they reckon that if they view enough properties through estate agents, then that's going to build them a big business over time. Uh, But I think you're starting out on the wrong foot. That's the problem. So don't rush out and start viewing properties. In particular, and I do see this, guys, and maybe you can relate to it, I don't know. Um, in particular, if you are going to go and do viewings day one, right? You've got to know, first of all, you've got to know what you're looking for. Do you really know what you're looking for? Because you haven't spoken to your investors yet. And secondly, do you actually tell the estate agent what you're doing? I.e., I am viewing properties for my investors. This is going to be an investor purchase, right? We are going to invest in your area, and my investors are looking for X, Y, Z returns, and they want to buy in these postcodes. And they want to pay X amount of money. And we're looking for areas that are subject to regeneration. So we can got a forced appreciation in values for our investors. Are you doing that? Or are you just going out, meeting an estate agent and doing a few viewings? And it's left unsaid, right? You don't say, you don't say that um, you're looking at properties for yourself. But the impression unsaid might be given that you're just viewing properties because you want to buy properties, right? You don't really... Uh, deal with the issue that you're viewing on behalf of investors. So it's really, really important that you do it the other way around. Because what happens is, if you go out and view 10, 15, 20, 30 properties with an estate agent, they're going to start scratching their heads and wondering why they are spending time with you. Now, you need a relationship with an estate agent. Of course you do. And I get that. 
But just by doing 20, 30 viewings is not going to build you that relationship. It will build you a relationship, but not the money ties relationship. The money ties relationship comes where you can introduce an investor, where you show yourself as professional, when you illustrate exactly what you're doing, and the estate agent understands what you're doing. If you can take it a step further and actually sell a deal, then you've rocketed to the top of the estate agent's list. The estate agent will work with you uh, if he or she sees that you're professional, you know what you're doing, and you can get a deal over the line. Okay, so that's the key. So if you guys think that by going out and doing 15, 20, 30 viewings with an estate agent, you're building a relationship with them, you're not really. Unless you're genuinely looking for yourself, so you are the end user, and uh, you know what the criteria are there, and then you can you can talk constructively to the estate agent about it. Um, I would not recommend doing that. Why don't we go out and find investors? Why don't we use all of the methods that we have to go and find investors first? I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, you need to find your investors first, because if you haven't got any investors and you keep going to do viewings with estate agents, they might get a bit fed up with you. They might. Uh, and and here's, here's another thing. So once we've got our investors in place, and we only need one or two, you don't need hundreds of them, just one or two, right? Um, then you can start getting to know your area and go and do some viewings. And, and I do this, I do this in my property business. And, and what you do over time is you begin to know all the areas of your town, uh, where your investors are likely to get the best returns, where they would not want to buy, even though on paper the returns look good, but you know it's going to be uh, problems with management going forward. You don't want to buy in those areas because you want a good deal for your investors and you want them to be happy, right? And you and you know probably the strategy that this investor wants. So maybe they want to convert from single let to multi let. Maybe they want to lift the gross yield by uh, putting four, say, tenants into a, a mini-mo, a multi-let, right? They're trying to, all they're doing is taking a single-let house. They're not knocking it about. They're not um, uh, moving walls and stuff like that. They are going to have to put in the, the fire uh, safety stuff and all that sort of thing. I'm not saying doing it under the radar. You've got to do it straight. But here's the thing. By going from one tenant to four tenants, they might be moving the rent roll from £500 a month, £400, £500 a month to £1,300, £1,400 a month in the same house, right? That's a, that's a perfectly acceptable strategy for an investor to follow. Uh, the thing is, you don't have to go and view houses to find the properties that match that strategy. You don't. You can do it from the floor plans, right? So go on right move and look at the floor plans. Now, some floor plans will not have the uh, room measurements on them, I hear you, right? But at least you can see the right shape, and at least you can get an idea. And that will focus you on what houses you're going to view, right? So when you go and talk to your friend, the estate agent, you've got uh, something really constructive and particular to talk to them about. You know, you're a detailed person now. You're talking about the details. You want to know the room sizes. You want to know. And, and do you know what? There are streets you will come to know the values of properties in the streets, in on your patch, in your area where you're working. You will. Uh, and you'll also get to know the layout of the houses in particular streets. So I know, for instance, where I'm working uh, in Peterborough now, 
I know where I'm going to find houses of the right size, of the right layout to accommodate an investor who wants to turn a single let house into a multi-let house. I know where to look, okay? And I, I know the values roughly of the houses in those properties. And, um, you know, we're going to do a lot of work on the properties, so I'm not even that concerned really about the condition of the property. Now, if it's in poor condition, it helps me because I can make a lower offer, right? But sometimes it can be in good lettable condition, but we're going to destroy it anyway so that, uh, and turn it into, I don't know, five, six, preferably six, bed, all en suite, HMO, right, with big kitchen, that sort of thing. So I know what I'm looking for. And the estate agent will appreciate the fact that you know what you're looking for. So he's going to meet someone now instead of um, somebody who's who's really new, but he doesn't know they're really new, right? But you're just sort of looking at houses, okay? Uh, now the estate agent's going to meet someone, our deal packaging friend, who knows the streets they want to buy on, the type of houses they want to buy, uh, buy the floor plan layouts, and obviously they'll know roughly the values in those streets. So this is a very different conversation. And you've got to get yourself to that point, right? So I'm not saying all of you listening to this should go out and source properties that you can multi-let. I'm not saying that. I'm using it as an example, right? So single lets work just as well. But for single lets, you want to know the areas not to buy in. You want to know the areas where you should buy. You want to show, show your investors, if you possibly can, a track record of capital growth over time, um, certainly in the bottom half of the United Kingdom, you can do that. You can. In the top half, we have to focus more on cash flow. Um, but if you know what you're looking at and you're specific with that, with the uh, estate agent, then you are going to get a much better relationship with the estate agent. So you're building two relationships here. You've built your relationship with your investor to find out what they want, how much they want to spend, what they're looking for, what their financial criteria are, uh, what their exit strategy is. You know that up front, right? Please do it this way. Get that stuff up front. And then you can go into an, uh, an estate agent and share those numbers with the estate agent. And suddenly you've elevated yourself as a sourcer ahead of all the other sources who really don't know what they're looking for. Uh, for they just throw mother at a wall and hoping some of it will stick. Here's another thing, working with estate agents, and this is absolutely key. So when I do go and view a viewing in my business, right, I know what the house is going to look like because I've already explained to you. I know, I know the values, know the streets, know the floor plans, know all that stuff. So I actually am not about viewing the house when I go and view the house. Really, David, what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. What I want to do is meet the vendor, and uh, I will make a point once I'm building my credibility with the estate agent of saying to the estate agent, I want to see the vendor in the house. So, you know, can they meet me at lunchtime? Can they meet me after work? Not too late, right, because I don't work evenings, but will the vendor meet me? Why am I saying that? Uh, because it is a people business, guys. It's, it, it is. It's... I know that sounds like a bit of a hackneyed phrase and everyone says it's people business, but it is a people business. It is. Um, so the people here involved are the investor and the vendor. And in the middle is you and the estate agent, if we're sourcing through estate agents. Okay. So uh, what I don't want to do, I don't want to go on a viewing where somebody from the estate agent's office, maybe it's one of um, 
it might be the estate agent sitting in the office that we're talking to, right? It might be one of his colleagues, her colleagues, uh, but they might not really know much about the vendor's circumstances. You know, they know what a house is and they're going to show me a house, but I don't really want to see the house. That's not the purpose of my viewing. Uh, and sometimes with estate agents, you get uh, viewing people. I don't know what they're called. Uh, person who meets you with the keys. Generally, uh, it's somebody who's been in the industry for a long time, might be sort of semi-retired now, might be an ex-surveyor, something like that. And they turn up with like a bag of keys and it takes them 20 minutes to find the right key for the door, right? But they've got the right key there somewhere. Can be a very young person who's just started out in the office. They won't know a lot about anything, really. They certainly won't know a lot about the vendor and the property. So for me to go on a viewing like that, in my head, is a complete waste of time. What I want to do, I want to sit in the house with the vendor for half hour, 40 minutes, as long as it takes to find out what the vendor is trying to achieve in selling the property. Where are they going? What do they want? Uh, what money are they looking for? Why are they moving? What are their pressures, right? Uh, what's the time period now? You know, are we right at the start of the process or has six months gone by and they've not sold the house and suddenly they're feeling more motivated? Because it's a people business. So for me, viewing the house is not about viewing the house. I know what the house is going to look like, you know, and if there's maintenance issues, we're probably going to destroy it and rebuild it anyway. So I'm not bothered. My purpose in viewing the house is meeting the vendor. Absolutely key. So I hope that is, has helped. If you do it the way I suggest in this last few minutes, you will build fantastic relationships with estate agents. They will want you to market every house. They'll offer you every house that they've got on their books because you're doing all the work for them, okay? They don't have to worry about chasing sales through because you're going to chase a sale through. They don't have to worry about... Um, your investors being a bit flaky uh, and they're going to renege on the offer halfway through the legal process. No, 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 that's not going to happen. And even if we do get a flaky investor, because that can happen occasionally, we've got a backup buyer. Might do a whole different episode on backup buyers, right? So I've always got somebody I can go to to pick up uh, the ball if the investor drops the ball. Okay, so what's the point of this, David? I'll tell you what the point is. Don't worry about your relationships with the estate agent. That is not who you're building a relationship with. If you want deals from the estate agent, build relationships with investors, right? That is the key. And build your relationship with the vendor. Go and see the vendor. Find out what they what what the pressures are on them and why they want to move, okay? So now it's a people business. You you've got um Relationship with the investor, you've got a relationship with the vendor, you put the two together and you will get a deal. And when you get a deal, your relationship with the estate agent's going to change because they'll offer you everything. That's the truth of it, guys. You know, I'm actually doing this. Uh, so I know that this is works and how it works. And it can work for you first. It can work for you too. Forgive me. So go and find your investors. Go and talk to the vendors, put the two together. Everyone will love you. You'll learn loads of cash, and that's what it's all about. Get out there. We're going to sell all of them. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode. <laughs>